Hey guys, welcome to the Posting Toasting Show. I'm Drew, Schwinn's here. What up, Schwinn? What up, what up, what up, what up? And on today's very special episode of the Posting and Toasting Show, we had to bring on a very special guest to help kind of understand all the madness of what's about to happen. He is probably my fourth favorite person in the entire world. So it's, you know, it's high compliments. And it's our buddy, uh, Stink, from uh, Posting and Toasting. What up, uh, Stink? It's the same, man. Message machine broken. <laughs> you are you, live though, Stink? Not just like playing Sopranos clips. <laughs> oh man. Stink, are you actually gonna like talk on this episode at all? Nice. Wait, are you hearing like the is it just I don't know if it's me, but Stink's altering his voice, right? I think so. I'm no sure. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Right, he definitely is. So on today's episode, we are going to talk about like a couple of next things, probably near the later part of the episode about, you know, they, they won a game, which is shocking. They're on what, like a six or seven game losing streak going into the uh, Bulls game the other night. And they won. And RJ played really well. And Mitch played really well. We'll get to that. Leon Rose is supposedly taking over the Knicks. Well, technically will be yesterday when this podcast comes out. So we'll see if anything changes now that he's officially the president of basketball operations. But for today, we're going to focus on The Sopranos, probably our favorite show, right? I would say that is our favorite show, the best show on television, especially for this podcast. Am I forgetting any shows, right? No, like it's it's The Sopranos. True. It's yeah. the best show and maybe you could talk me into Okay. But no, it's definitely up there. We're talking like Mount Rushmore television. It's The Sopranos. And we are going to be discussing like, you know, what players, which, you know, which Sopranos character, what our favorite Sopranos characters, everything related to the Sopranos and the Knicks. We're tying it all together in one big episode. We also asked you, uh, the fans, the uh, listeners of the Posting and Show, for your responses, for your comps. We're going to talk about those as well. Some of them are really good. Some of them were kind of insulting, especially to uh, someone who couldn't make it on the show, James Marcita. But you know what? I mean, that's what he gets for deciding to have a family. Mayonnaise! <laughs> This is going to be fun if you're just going to sprinkle that in. So um, I'm going to start us off by saying someone did tweet this as well. I have to find specifically credit, but I think you made a good point. Um, James Dolan kind of is Tony Soprano, isn't he? Or is that or is that slandering Tony too much? James Dolan's Tony Soprano? Yeah. Have some imagination here, buddy. But right. no, he... Okay, so how am I wrong? Because he's not like... I mean, Dolan isn't competent enough to be Tony Soprano. Was Tony actually competent? Yes, definitely very competent. I don't know if he was that competent, though. Okay. The whole entire okay. the, the whole you're, entire you're, canceled. you're done. You're done. You're <laughs> me and Stink take it from shots. I will fuck. How is Tony? Tell me how he's incompetent. How is he incompetent? Yeah, how is he? Incompetent? Okay, so the family more or less was running smoothly. Like the whole operation was running smoothly when uh Jackie Senior was in charge. He dies. And everything pretty much goes to shit once Tony takes over. No. Does it? I don't think so. That's not accurate. I would, I would say so. I don't think it's a measure of, of Jackie dying. It's really just that uh, I think the premise of the show starts with Tony being like, did I come in at the end? I think that's the whole the whole deal. He's like making hay out of what's left and there's not much. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing with the show is they use the mafia to like mirror kind of like materialism kind of middle class and all that shit and like how it's the end of the american dream so to say uh, so like 
I don't really think he's incompetent. I mean, he takes he gets better as the show goes on. So yeah, so doesn't because he's using the therapist to figure out how to be a better con man. So I mean, right, and like he also does stuff like he like. I mean, Chris was a bad choice, made the right choice to try and separate himself from the business. And like he sniffs out multiple rats, commits a lot of murders that he doesn't get caught for. I would say he's very competent. I think competence is the least of his issues. Okay, that's, that's, no way that's Dolan. Dolan, Dolan is junior. Dolan. The only thing, yeah, Dolan is a figurehead. And Tony is not like the, he's the figurehead of the, the family, so to speak, but or literally, but, uh, yeah, the idea that it's just that one-to-one relationship is just I, I'm with Schwinn here. It's not enough imagination there. Yeah, and oh. like and like Dolan does like stupid shit, right? Like Junior mm-hmm. does stupid shit. Like he kills that guy at Artie's restaurant for no fucking reason at all. Like he just kill him there. Uh, yeah. He oh like, right goes he, there. It's lazy yeah. basically. Yeah, and then he. I mean, Junior just does so much stupid shit through like his first season. Um, you know where he's kind of like the the boss but not really the boss because everybody's just treating tony as the boss um i mean that's that's such a like dolan dolan move there is to be super pissy and make rash decisions try and wield power you know all that kind of stuff i feel like dolan is definitely junior whereas tony i mean i don't know i don't i don't know if the knicks currently have i don't think they have a tony. um mills tried to be leon rose i have i have a i have one for tony if we want to just like jump straight to who is tony yeah, sure, go ahead. Let's go for it. Uh, so, I mean, to me, Tony is is whoever, and not a, not a specific person. It's always the next number one pick every year. As soon as you get it, you, as soon as we make the the RJ Barrett pick, it's next year's pick. That's Tony every year. <laughs> <laughs> the next big thing. The next yeah. big thing. No, that's a uh, pretty good. No, this is this is completely fair counter argument to my awful take. So, thank you guys for setting me straight. So. Is it fair to say that Dolan has dementia then? If that's the case, if he's Uncle June? I think that's possible. Um I, I can also see Dolan as actually being Livia. Yeah, that could be that's that that's a decent shout too. Livia's Livia might even be better. Addictive person who can get to all these people that are actually in control and has this sort of ghost power over everything that's happening from Junior, from Tony. She can sort of control more than she uh, gives the appearance. No, that's that's, actually, that's a really good one too. She was definitely like a character, at least for me. I, I I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with this type of this archetype of like the um, the Italian grandmother, but it's not just like the Italian grandmother, but it's just like the grandmother who needs this sort of attention and needs to feel this like special want to have to control everything. It it really hit home <laughs> for me, at least. I, I would say you guys probably have, have that person in your family right like the grandmother who asked that or do you guys actually have like sweet loving grandmothers (laughs) so i don't know (laughs) okay because both yeah yeah i just know for me like i'm just i'm just watching that and i'm like holy shit i was like that's my grandmother (laughs) i'm like this isn't i was like this show's hitting way too close to home just watch it especially when it's like taking place in new jersey and everything (laughs) (laughs) nice Oh man, but yeah, no, that was definitely hitting home. At least for me, this Christ, I, I, I can't sometimes with the show. Just how accurate of a depiction of Northeast New Jersey living in the 2000s, being an Italian person, like it, it really did capture that spirit a lot. And I don't think people uh, truly appreciate that for it being like a really like, uh, like it's not like a period drama, but it will eventually become like a period drama. 
in a way, right? Not in the traditional sense where it's usually British people, but it kind of like captures everything, at least for me, growing up in that time. And I really appreciate that for the show. It's very, it's like nostalgic because there's so many places I'll just be like, I know that place. I know that place. I went to that place. Like the, um, is this just you admitting that you're from New Jersey? Cause yes. nobody fucking cares. And this yeah, is not pretty a, much. This is not an argument in your favor. You're actually <laughs> canceling yourself even more you now. Yeah, no, I just wanted to just point that out that I'm from. Okay. So New me and stink, me and stink are just gonna, we'll, we'll just, yeah, do you we'll want do me to just, do you want me to just like turn off the, uh, turn off the mic and just let you guys do it? <laughs> no one understands you. Stink. He said, go away. Oh, that's what he said. Right. Oh, who was that? Was that the uh, okay? All right. So, um, since you guys don't like, I'm gonna throw it to one of you guys now for it. Who would you say is AJ for the uh Probably. for the Knicks players? Or I, I think I think we should be like going through the roster. You want to go through the roster? Okay. Yeah, because if we go through characters, then we're comparison. That's right. fair. Okay, so let's talk about then. Who should we start off with? You want to start off with uh, Julius Randle? Julius Grundle, our good friend. <laughs> good old Julius Randle. And uh, um, fuck you, that's I will fuck you. That guy is so fucking annoying, man. He like he does so much. His new thing is he always he tries to like make these fake hustle plays. So like yesterday he did it like three or four times where instead of just getting back on deeps, he tries to like, strip the ball from the guy who gets the defensive rebound, or like he'll try to jump the passing lane when they're advancing the ball up the floor, and it's like. Dude, you're you fucking suck at making defensive plays as it is. So just like get back, get your fucking fat ass back in, and like that's fine. Like I'm just so sick of this fucking guy. And if I had to guess who he was, he's probably he's probably pussy, probably fucking <laughs> pussy who gets got because he's a fucking mole. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good comp, especially because. Right. But he's like he's like fake good though too, right? Because like you know he goes to Tony to take care of the Bevel Aqua kid. And like mm-hmm. he's like like he doesn't like he doesn't totally he actually like kind of say totally and right and he doesn't it's like I don't hate Randall like I don't actually hate him he's just so frustrating and annoying because you're like if you just didn't do this stupid bullshit you could actually be good and like be somebody I want to have as a long term piece but as things stand right. it's like you're doing this stupid shit constantly so I don't want you and I'm gonna have to get you clipped and throw you off a off my yacht the Stugats. Oh, he's only here for two with an option for a third, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, and and, and pussy <laughs> dies in season two. Yeah, season two. so back the fish. No, it all it all makes sense. Um, there were a couple plays, at least in the um in the Bulls game, where especially one that really stood out. RJ is like wide open uh, in, the, in corner. the corner. Yeah, it's like so wide open. I'm pretty sure it was in the first half, and he's like clapping as loud as possible for Randall to pass the ball, and he doesn't. And it's like it's the easiest read too, especially because he's a lefty. He was in the the right corner. It should have been the easiest pass. And I don't know this the whole conspiracy thing of like you know Randall and Peyton freezing out RJ. It, it's not become a conspiracy anymore. It kind of seems like it. And it's really frustrating to uh to watch. It, it it's driving me nuts so much. I mean, I think they just see like oh, so things are working. Like things are going well. That means you know what? I should be a part of that. I should. I should like take a, an extra step out in here and really, really try something ballsy. And I think that's what it is. I don't think they're necessarily like uh, angry at each other or freezing him out or anything. Like at the end of the game, actually, uh, Julius and RJ had that little uh, you know, a laugh. Good laugh. Yeah. Uh, so RJ like acted like he was going to take the ball and then ran away. 
and Randall gets stuck with the turnover at the end. So I I don't think they're necessarily like adversaries, but I think Randall and Peyton just have a bad sense of timing with like who needs the ball right. And if they think it's anybody, it's them. It's it's them or it's like if it's Julius and if it's Elf, it's just like right. it's it. And it's it's just so annoying to like watch that shit because I don't. Oh, my God. It, like that. I literally I said it at halftime. I was like, yep, just get ready for Elf and Grundle to to freeze out RJ in the second half here. And it's like what he took like three shots. I think in the second half guy was six to seven in the first for 17 points. Fuck are you doing? Get yeah, in the no. ball. <laughs> Like, he was absolutely on fire. He hit a step back, a three on Levine, which was just absolutely awesome. And it's just like, he, he didn't get the ball again. It's like, what is happening? It's so, it's absolutely infuriating sometimes because we watch this team play. And, like, when RJ does really well, when Mitch does really well, when Frank does really well, like, the team plays better. And they're usually winning. Like, the reason why the Knicks won wasn't because of Randall and Peyton. It was because of Mitch and RJ. And it's something we've been saying all year is to get these guys the ball, put these guys in positions, then the Knicks will be in a better position to win. And I don't know, this, and it just doesn't happen. It's just so unbelievably frustrating. I don't know if it's a Miller thing, a front office thing, a player thing. I don't know. Just I wish there was just more accountability with this team, especially when it comes to like stuff like that. Because I think, because you're right, then RJ was like seven for nine in the first half, or it was like six for eight. And he finished the game with like not that many shots. Like he just stopped getting the ball. Unbelievable. So speaking of RJ, who would you say RJ is in this uh in this situation? Think Schwinn? Uh you go. You go. Me? Uh, anybody, not me. Not you? <laughs> okay. He's so nervous right now. Jeez. Um, it's a lot yeah. of pressure. I know. Um RJ is somebody with like a lot of promise. Um a lot of lot of lot of hopes riding on him, but somewhat flawed. It's it's hard to say Christopher because like it's meadow. No, it's not Meadow because Meadow ends up being like super lame. Um, I think I think RJ's destiny solid number two option. I don't think he's the guy on a championship team. I think he's the guy for the guy. Um, like that's you know I kind of see his ceiling as. So I would say I would say yeah he's still sort of yeah when he when he actually gets put in command has a little uh, panic attack there. <laughs> yeah. With his inhaler, still the early one, but you could also make the case for Chris too with RJ. RJ right? is like junkie. so much because you're putting so much pressure, so many like fans yeah. and the team is well, maybe not the team because they're not really riding him that much anymore. But like there is a lot of pressure on him to be the guy in a way. Maybe it's kind of diminished right now because of the way the team is playing and whatnot. But there are a lot of high hopes for uh for RJ coming in, and he just may. I don't want to say he's not cut out for it because Chris. That, that's not fair to, to RJ, but I, I do think the lost him. Uh, good, because I have a better point to make. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I sort of see it as uh, I think Sill is a really good read because RJ is a, he's a, a good earner, always working hard, always on the, on the job. And uh, I mean, to be honest, like that's Sill through and through. I mean, yeah. always working, good like a uh, concierge or whatever. Never can uh, question his effort. Always no. in the Efforts always effort and heart are in the right place. He fucks up every now and then, which still does too, with the yeah. uh, Columbus Day thing and all that. <laughs> just, oh my god, oh man! I guess we lost Drew. That's oh, that's too bad. Well, that's perfect because we canceled him anyway. So oh, it's great. Yeah, no, I'm here. Oh, 
to say, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think like the thing Chris is, is very he's loyal, but he's like he's so unstable. Even even during his like good parts, kind of in the earlier seasons, where he's like you know a little bit more has his shit together. Because even when he goes into rehab drinking anymore, he doesn't really have his shit together. Um, sounds like Frank to me, honestly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I think, I think he's just a little. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't think Chris is a player. If there's, if there's a comp for Chris or some, it, it definitely couldn't be. Um, yeah, <laughs> I would. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sil, Sil seems pretty comfy. I work with Sil. Yeah. Yeah, Sil. I like Sil. When you're really good at this game. Um, so I'm gonna read. From uh, Martian Scorsese for Frank. So I want to do Frank next. And his take is Frank is Adriana, the most innocent but ultimately ruined character, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But, um, but it kind of makes sense. I mean, both Frank and Adriana are definitely the two most attractive people between the Knicks and the show, unless you're a James Gandolfini uh, guy. But um, Adriana kind of makes sense in a way. But um, I don't know if it's like the most perfect comp for Frank. What would you say? Based I, just just on looks, if we're going to be shallow about it, yeah, I yeah, mean, if we're going to be shallow, then yeah, it's the perfect comp. No, if we're going to be shallow about it, then Furio is Furio is handsome, and Furio is loyal, and Furio will do the bullshit and he'll do the dirty work, and then even when he has terrible thoughts of what how he wants to smash Tony's wife, uh, <laughs> he won't act on it, and he'll actually sacrifice his own like career base, you know, go back to Italy. And, Tony can pretend like he has hitters out or whatever. Um, I think I think Frank is you know, because you like you don't you tell he's not going to be he, he never cares about like he knows what he is. Right? I'm a I'm a I'm a soldier, right? That's basically furious mm-hmm. and like that's what Frank is like. He could probably be more if he tried to like push himself and yeah. I mean, not even just that, but like if I mean, I think a lot of guys, and regardless of how you feel about him, good or bad, like they would ask, like they would be trying to get the fuck out, right? Like like we. Traded for Moutier, brought up Burke, started Jack over him, traded for Dennis Smith Jr., signed Alfred Payne, who started over him. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've kind of done so, we've overlooked him so many times. Um, and, you know, maybe another one that you could argue a little low key one would be like Patsy, because Patsy, like, his brother gets fucking got and he still stays loyal and, like, is a soldier and does all this shit for tony and he ends up getting him clipped in the end we don't know uh but i think those would be the two comps you're gonna have frank i don't think it's adriana because adri like is frank ruined i don't think i think frank looks better this year and i feel like he's gonna keep getting her because like he just i mean i don't know how you could like his base is pretty solid right like okay his defense is gonna stay being and his handle has gotten better and like if the shot really comes around at all then you know He's just going to become a better soldier. I don't think he's ever going to become like I, there's no shot of regression. You can't get fucking worse shooting from the field. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree with this. Uh, I don't think Furio and Frank, it, it doesn't work for me at all. I think Furio, if we're just going to Furio, it's absolutely Furio is Mitch. High efficiency hitter doesn't take uh, any shit on the court. He's blocking everything or dunking everything. And then off the court, you see him on Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. Uh, you know, being he's jokey. Kind of, uh, yeah, he's a little bit too worried about trying to get a girlfriend or something. 
Something's up there. He's trying to like <laughs> put it out there a little too willy nilly, man. He needs to he needs to tighten that up so much so that one day he might have to leave. And then for Frank, I don't know. I think maybe maybe Chrissy isn't a good comp, but give me Frank is Christopher and Adriana's relationship. They're the, they're dynamic. You know who he could be a lot of. It's like I mean he's not a super major character, but like might be like Eugene, the dude that hangs himself oh frank or yeah frank because he's like because he it's the same thing like he just stays loyal and he gets overlooked all the time and i feel like eventually frank's just gonna be like fuck this i'm i'm killing myself florida it's so dark <laughs> like i just i can't imagine like i just i just can't imagine for me that's because like he probably could have just killed him or something like that or mm-hmm. you know what i mean like he could have really figured out a way to get out of it but instead, he yeah, uh, stay here on the bench with my groin injury. Right. Exactly. 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, Schwinn at Hug Life said you were actually Furio. How do you feel about that? I, I think I'm not nearly calm enough. <laughs> I'm definitely I would say like I'm more of a Pauly anything. Definitely more of a Pauly than a Furio. You know who called himself Paulie? Yes, James. James Marcita. James is actually Ralph, but that's so obvious. Oh, yeah. No, he's definitely Ralph. It's not even... Wow, yeah. For sure. It talks too much. <laughs> he says the most flamboyant Ridiculous things thing. at the yeah. first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably he's short and bald. So. <laughs> Wait, sorry. So what's what's Stink? You're going with uh, Frank is... I'm going with... Frank is... is if I have to choose one person, it's Christopher. And if I'm allowed to do uh, something a little more nebulous, it's Chrissy and Adriana's relationship. Okay, I'm 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 gonna go with some combination Patsy and Eugene, just because I think that Thanks. that's the kind of dude he is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna convince me on Furio. You convinced me that that is not Frank. Oh uh, well, I'm taking your take on Furio, Schwinn, because you convinced me that he's uh he's Furio. <laughs> So we're just gonna do. We're just gonna. We're gonna do that. Um, Cancel this guy. Unbelievable. I'm. I'm yeah. with. I'm with Mitch. But if if I want to know what you think Mitch is, though. Mitch is. That's you the problem. Who think uh, Doug is. Who's Doug? Jackie Junior. Jackie Junior. It's just perfect. You know it's true. Man, like you got to get kicked out of the hospital room. Like. You well, shouldn't be here. You're talking out of turn. All types of shit like that. Or, or, he's, or he's final year, age final season. He's uh, just got like all these like existential that have nothing to do with anything that's happening. Drew, it's a TV show. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel. I mean, Jackie Junior does kind of make sense for me, which kind of makes me sad because Bone Meadow. But like, you're also just like fucking up, getting what are you doing, ecstasy or something? Makes perfect sense. <laughs> From New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, I would say, could we say Mitch is Meadow in a way? No. This no? Is, how in, canceled in, are you trying to get? I'm trying to get as canceled as possible. I'm really bad at this. Spit it out. What's, your, what's, your, what's, your, what's, the, what's the claim? How does that work? I don't have one. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, throwing, just it throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there, just waiting for you guys to yell at me, basically. <laughs> I, I will... Maybe, yeah. uh, maybe Mitch is Carmella and Meadow at the same time. No, I don't think Mitch is Carmella because there's no sort of because Carmella is like both like a victim and a perpetrator at the same time. She's not a right. victim. She's no, not. I'm saying no. In the 
beginning where she kind of is the idea of like she got caught up in this however she's kind of transformed to the point where it's like well no she perpetrates a lot of this too like she goes along with everything right it's kind of like she progressed into that i don't think that she ever got caught up in i think she liked it yeah no that's no what i mean is it's just like in the beginning it was just like oh she kind of got caught up in it like stuff we didn't see on screen is what i'm saying and then it came into the point where she's like oh no this is this is my life this is what i no, this is what I do. So I don't think that's really. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't, I don't think that's Mitch. I don't think Carmella would be that. I don't know if there's anyone on the Knicks roster. Carmella, maybe, um, maybe uh, Peyton, who's just no. kind of like you know, no. who's just like, no. oh, I'm just going to cause all the chaos that's, and just. No, that's terrible. Stop. <laughs> Peyton, Peyton, and Randall might be like fucking. I mean, Peyton's probably the Bevelop. No, I was going to say yeah. Well, Peyton and Randall could be the um, <laughs> the fucking uh, idiots in the first season. Yeah, those guys. The uh, yeah, those Sean uh, Gismonti and Matthew Bevelop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like those. Are, yeah, that, that's better. So yeah, because I don't think I don't think there is a uh, I don't think there's a Carmella or even a uh, a Meadow on this roster or even anyone in the front office or anything like that. I think I think um, it'd be Carmella. Mm. Depend. I, I can see that working. Yeah, I I think he's pretty shrewd. Uh, I think he knows that. The Knicks have operated like idiots, but I think he's also like cool with that for the time being because he's able he's been able to like work his way up the organization and kind of has power and he's okay with like the shit that comes along with that. And now maybe I mean we'll see what he is now because I think he's gonna get a pretty I think he'll have a much bigger role. Um but yeah, I mean I think he could be Carmella. I think if you're really generous and you really believe in him, you could say he's like maybe Dr. Melfi. Um you okay. know, think he's like really like you know he's actually trying to help them kind of right. i think the, i think tony is just the nick i think like the nick this fucking uh, vicious person that we can't stop like addicted to uh that's a good one that really is a good one everything yeah yeah i think the knicks are just they are tony and and we're just like sitting here watching this shit unravel <laughs> year <laughs> after year <laughs> yeah uh before we get too far away from it uh, i was thinking about the immediate soprano family and I remembered that actually James Marcita is Parvati. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's that. Yeah. It's 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 either her or Ralphie. It's, I mean, which makes sense. Yeah, I mean they right? they have a little <laughs> tricks there. Yeah, <laughs> which also makes sense. James probably likes to jerk off with a gun to his head. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. I, I think I have a good. Okay, let's go to Taj. Who do you think Taj is? Taj is fucking guy you don't want to fuck with. Like I, I don't think you want to fuck with that. Yeah, I no, just... that's that. No, that's a uh, that's a good one. because like Richie Perry was just kind of like you know he very one dimensional. We just kind of see Taj as like this one dimensional. Like I just do this. And... Yeah, like I'm I'm here. Where's my money, Beansy? Give me my fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um... parts, fuck you. <laughs> Who would um who would Knox be in this? Because I'm I'm really bad at this, so I'm not even going to give any more takes. Like I don't even know who I don't even think Knox even has a character. No, he has a many characters. Character. Knox is maybe like uh, Meadows' first college boyfriend. There, <laughs> I can't think. Of oh, anything. that's terrible. That's so mean. That's, that's really so. Mean. <laughs> I think I think Knox, Jackie's buddy, the one that he robs the uh yeah the card the game, game with card game with. Yeah, I think Rob. that's not. Like probably like Dean, what's Dino? Like probably like a good guy has like well in well intentioned, but just kind of like fucks shit up in stupid ways. That mm-hmm. seems like Knox, but he's not like a Jackie Junior because he doesn't have he doesn't have you know delusions of grandeur like that. Like right. Knox just wants to play Fortnite and play basketball. And that's it. And uh, yeah, I was actually reading today talking about his dad. Apparently, like 
he couldn't play over the summer because he had sore knees, and it was because his feet have like gr- like he's just still growing. Uh, and like I think he went up another shoe size or something like that. And really, yeah. And th- th- he said that he's supposed to that that they were told like he's probably gonna grow another inch. Um, so I mean I feel like that would explain a lot of his kind of which I've I've said previously. So it's kind of maybe not nice is the wrong word, but it's kind of like, well, you're interesting to that because it's yeah. I mean it's he's just very gangly and awkward so i don't know who's is there somebody that's gangly and awkward on the sopranos not really right maybe they're big russian guys i was gonna say like we're talking about we're talking about italian people from new jersey they're definitely not long and gangly they're just short and round (laughs) like that's just is there anyone short how many uh, short and round people are on the knicks that we can uh, say it's just just randall yeah felton's not here um yeah i feel like every like felton's just everyone felton zito A really good earner, but you and the guy the entire time. <laughs> no, buddy. Um, I've, yeah, no. I, I, he's also like, hasn't he done like really weird? He had like some sort of problem with his wife too. I mean, that that's like a, a equivalent to uh, didn't he pull a gun on her or she? Yeah, yeah he shot a gun. In the- so yeah, I mean, that's the same as being caught in a nightclub in the in the gay nightclub and being ostracized from your <laughs> mafia family. <laughs> oh man, that uh. It's, the Vito subplot was wonderful. Is so? Are you really going with Meadows' first boyfriend for Knox? No, no. Maybe <laughs> maybe Knox is Johnny Cake, <laughs> a lover you can't have. Man, there's just too many problems. He's a figment. Like he could be real, but he he kind of isn't because that's just not the life you live. No, no. You're you're beholden to the Knicks, aka Tony. Mm-hmm. Can't you can't go with Johnny Cakes. Johnny Cakes is not real. So as much as you think Knox is a great player. It's just not real. No, that's a that's a good pivot. I like that sink. Man, I'm really bad at this. Really good. It definitely, I'm definitely going to be canceled after this. Uh, I think, uh, this Portis. You want to go to Portis? We can go to Portis because I think this sort of ties into Vito. Because I think Portis is Vito's uh, son. Takes a shit. Vito G. Dealing with this kid, he's fu- he's just he's going completely crazy. I, I know who I think. Uh, I mean, that's kind of the size of it. Uh, you know, he's very angsty. He's uh, sort of isolating himself all the time on the block there and thinks he really deserves some sort of, you know, right-handed hook that's going to go off the back of the rim or side of the, It's just there. So I don't know. Vito's kid. Maybe that's Portis, but maybe not. You tell me. I think I – think, I think... I'm pretty confident. I think Portis is Mustang Sally. <laughs> That's what I think. That's who I think is. Uh, Just well, a complete fucking psychopath that you yeah. can't control at all. He's the guy that that clipped that dude by just like bashing his head open with <laughs> a golf club. I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah with the golf club. Vito's uh, construction guys. He yep. was like not even a uh, not even a friend of ours, if you know. No, yeah, he was a friend of a friend. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that that yeah. that's who I think must I think he or that's who I think Portis. He's just like I mean, Mustang Sally himself when he's calm, he seems like you know pretty okay, but he just loses his shit and it's he like seems like kind of a worthless scumbag to me. Yeah, I mean he is probably he is a worthless. It's most, but it's mostly a nut nut job. And I so, think Portis, I think Portis like could be useful, but he's a nut job. He's just like you can't control that guy. You think Portis could be Feach Feach Lamana? Well, Feech, uh, he was uh, the old guy who got he he got out of prison, and then um, he they sort of like uh, foisted, couldn't control him. 
TVs. And then my yeah. probation officer came by and was like, oh, oh shit, you got all these fucking TVs. You're a piece of shit. He, You're going back. He beats yeah. the shit out of the, out of the, out of the, uh, Vito's, the, the lawn guy too, right? Yeah, I think so yeah uh, he like pulls the car over when he's with paulie and he just beats the shit oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so, i think that's actually that's actually much better that's that's probably the best I think. so um i'm gonna he, go back yeah, he's, to, gonna, he's gonna go back too well i'm gonna go back to hug life he said bobby portis is Artie buco because Artie buco is a wannabe what are your thoughts on that nah portis is an nba he's like an, he's an nba player he's not a good one he's an nba player i feel like a wannabe would i mean if Artie like right now that would probably be yeah that'd be a good one yeah, yeah, because yeah, Smith has just been all over the place. Because you know, like Smith, like and like you know, Artie wants to be a like like kind of like this smooth businessman who makes like these big money moves and all this stuff. And like every time, every time he does that, he just fucks up. And I feel like that's probably what Dennis Smith kind of like. He wants to be like this dynamic scoring point guard, but it's like every time he really tries to like quote, take over a game, he ends up shitting them. Um, he needs to listen to Charmaine. Yeah, he needs to live in He needs to stop chasing the Adriana Laservas of the world. <laughs> or that hostess. The hostess. <laughs> oh, God. Um, speaking of uh, Huggly, this one kind of just made me laugh. Was uh, He said um, Howard Beck was uh, Robert Patrick's character, the gambler, and just called him a pathetic screw-up. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I think Beck, Beck is somebody... Beck is is the guy uh, on the the mob documentary that they're watching. That's like giving all their secrets away. <laughs> I mean, if if <laughs> he's, just got a, he's got a vendetta, it's totally unfair. Uh, <laughs> he won't let it go, and he's if, if Beck was on the wire, he would be a Valchek one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he'd definitely be Valchek if this was a wire episode. Definitely, that's that's a great one. Oh god, and I'd be Prez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. So I think Beck, if these guys, because he's not well in ten, right? That's the thing. Like, definitely got bad. So I think he beat Jimmy Altieri, and mm. just get, you know, he just, he hasn't gotten clipped yet. He hasn't figured out how to do. It. But like, you know, we're getting there. I think it's maybe Isola's Altieri because he basically has gotten clipped because he can't ask questions and express confidence. I think, I think Isola <laughs> is uh, Leotardo. Okay, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that that makes sense. So then couldn't couldn't Beck be no? But Johnny Sack is like a friend. Maybe yeah. Beck, Beck is that his brother. Phil's brother, the one that uh, Blondetto kills. Tony B? Wait, no. No, no, Tony B no. kills that. Oh, I don't remember. Who kills yeah, his brothers? No, All right. That's not coming through. Because B- yeah. Blondetto kills that. No, he didn't kill his brother. He kills that kid outside of the uh, the whorehouse, right? Uh-huh. Where he, um, uh, you know, when the guy's walking in. But he does, I think he does kill Billy, though, too. That's what it says, the Sopranos wiki. All right, then. It's got to be right if it's on the Sopranos wiki. It does have to be. So I mean, I'm 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 going with that. I'm good with that. I think Beck. I think that that makes perfect sense because Beck and Isola. Like, can't you just imagine them like DMing each other. Like, hey, I'm gonna tweet this thing out with like, the Knicks and Marv Albert, and like, and Beck will be like, cool man, I'll quote tweet it and and throw in my own two cents, and then they'll like <laughs> high five. Like, can't you just imagine you fucking doing that? Yeah, I could see. That. I could also see in a different sort of way. I can also see Beck being. Uh, Melfi's son. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that kid like, so uh, much. Like so Zach annoying. Lowe is is Doctor Melfi, and Howard Beck is Melfi's kid. <laughs> that gives Lowe way too much. Like Lowe, <laughs> Zach Lowe would be the other psychologist kid that hates for the same oh, school. That works. I like that. Who would be um Melfi's psychiatrist? That I mean, the Knicks. Who's the Knicks psychologist? Is that like Macri trying to make sense of everything? <laughs> trying to keep us sane. He's a Mac. <laughs> 
guys, this is it's not that bad. But then like right. sometimes shit leaking. Oh yeah, actually her client is Tony Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, everything's okay though. I'm just drawing I'm just asking a question. <laughs> yeah, that that kind of works for me. Trying to see every angle, like yeah, trying yeah. to work out every everybody's angle. That's a Macri. I think that's Macri. Oh that's... yeah, oh, oh Macri. You got I, I, uh, you got Melfi psychiatrist Macri. Hope you hope you like that one. I wanna I wanna go back to the lead. I, I don't think Beck could be a guitar. I think that's clearly Bondi. Doesn't that make perfect sense? I Bondi's still Bondi. Yeah, the Atardos. Definitely. Right? Like Bondi would definitely in a house in like the the uh, attic, just like yelling. Right? <laughs> like, that'd be Bondi. It's just like leave me alone. I'm right. Like this is like fuck you guys. Yeah, like, like blocking like, everybody on Twitter and shit. It's perfect. Like, yeah, it's perfect. It, sense. Yeah, Bondi's definitely a Tardo. Fucking idiot. <laughs> It's like a, yeah, they, they both were whichever one you want to. One of them is Billy, one of them is Phil, but it's it's that's that's definitely yeah, the, the Leotardos. Like that's they have to be. Didn't somebody somebody post a like a little Carmine uh comp or did I imagine that? No, someone did do a little Carmine. I'll search for it right now. Um, it was Hank Scorpius at Steve Mills's little Carmine. They're like yeah. the family loves him, so they give him a, <laughs> a little more responsibility than he can handle. Even though everyone knows <laughs> he's oh, an idiot. Oh, he's. <laughs> I mean, Steve Mills' is Low Carmine is actually a pretty good one. Yeah, Steve Mills being Low Carmine is pretty good. Dolan could be Low Carmine too. That's a good point. That's actually pretty Dolan funny. Was Carmine, you know, <laughs> basically what was it? Charles Dolan, his dad made made a big name for himself, and then Little Carmine tries to get into entertainment. <laughs> yeah. and he survives, and he survives. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, if you think about it, by the end, piece it all together, Little Carmine would be like the most powerful person if he wanted to be within the organizations like mm-hmm. right because basically everybody else is dead yeah, yeah oh I no think... totally it, that totally makes a oh dude you know who portis could also be the guy that that tony curb stomps <laughs> yeah he could be. Uh, i don't remember his name but the guy that like says got a little whipped cream whipped cream <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah you know i can yeah. we just talk about how dallas had the we could talk about it like oh he did like a breaking bad thing or something like breaking bad is really good it's just it's very it's too something about it is just, it's like too perfect the way it, it's just like everything is explained and everything is neatly attached and there's no like loose ends and it's like dude the guy's dealing meth there's gonna be loose ends out around here sometime like come on <laughs> like yeah, uh, bad, but it, it, you're right it's too cute like the, well, it's, it was, it's great it's a great show it's just a, it's too well when I was reading Dallas's response, I'm like, who the fuck are these characters? And I was like, oh, wait a second. This is a different TV show. And then I was like, oh, it's Breaking Bad. And it's like, fuck you, Dallas. Like, ugh. I'm surprised oh. that Alex didn't fucking do any of Breaking Bad comps because he thinks it's the greatest show known to man. If if Dolan is a little Carmine, then couldn't Mills be like uh, Rusty, the guy that gets murdered in his driveway by the two Italian hitmen? <laughs> he could be. That works, yeah. And oh. Perry can be the other like Angelo. Perry could be Angelo. Which one's Angelo? He's yeah. the one that they get. They stop in the car, like uh, Phil and Billy, and then he's Tony Blundetto's friend. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 okay. Oh, and then Peyton is Tony Blundetto. Like totally worth. Like could be so much, but is just somebody you're gonna have to get got out of here. Well, you know, speaking of uh, Blundetto, um, same guy who said, um, what's his name. Steve Mills was little Carmine. Uh, he said Randall's Blundetto. It's kind of like the same idea of like you're intrigued by the idea of like he could come into the family. He could be really good, 
but he winds up like screwing up more things. It's just like he needs to get out of here. I think so, that's but, a good one. Yeah, so like Randall makes sense, but you could also say for Peyton too because Peyton does have like ability. Like that, I think that's really the frustrating part with Peyton. Uh, like at the same, <laughs> Jesus nice. Christ. but uh, like at the same time, you're just like he's still causing more harm than uh, like like. What's annoying about Peyton is he actually like he he can penetrate right like that actually has value even if he's not all this stuff that just the ability to get in the lane and scramble a defense has value the problem is like you have to drive and kick out like it has to be like a like a process you drive and kick drive and kick and like eventually advantages are created the problem is like pain will drive in scramble the defense and then he'll like dribble out and then reset everything and then do it again and it's like you he wastes his own advantages sometimes and it's right. like and it's like unless he for himself, then it's cool. But like you know, he ultimately ends up creating a lot of problems that are annoying. And like he doesn't allow others to like it's perfect, right? Because he blocks like like Peyton stops RJ from having the pop still from making more money or some shit like that. Right? And like he blocks, you know, he gets the gambling den, right? Blondetto, he gets the the casino, yeah, and and the sports book or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. You know, did like did he really earn it? Has Payton really earned the kind of leash in the minutes he has? I don't know. I think he's Probably just not. benefiting. Exactly. There's just more of like you know, like the, you know, just brought in because uh, Perry's like, in, hey, coach. he's family. Yeah. Put me in, coach. <laughs> uh, Hank Scorpio also said, uh, I saw us Carmella because he bitches and complains the whole series, but continues to reap the benefits of the lifestyle she claims to despise. <laughs> that's, that's actually pretty good. Really good. That's, that's really a, that's good. That's a good man. argument, but. I, I find Carmella to be uh, a great character, and I find Isola to have no character. So. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, that the one flaw in that argument is that like Carmella is actually a really compelling character, and Edie Falco plays her like unbelievably, and that gives Isola way too much credit <laughs> as a person. And Leon Rose is hash. But oh, I was just gonna say that. Of course, he's hash. That's that's yeah. obvious, and not because they're both Jewish. That was the most. <laughs> anti-semitic thing <laughs> in my life in your life figures it would come from drool what was that was was Holy that more anti- <laughs> was that more anti-semitic than uh whack saying that um all jewish people have strings in their pants and wear hats and black uncle june gives head <laughs> probably well it's worse just to say man um so we still have to do more of the roster. I mean, yeah. So we ha- so did we do Taj? No, we, yeah, did, Taj. we did Taj. Yeah, Taj, Taj is wrapped up. So I'm trying to figure out who we're missing. Who would be like Ellington and Bullock then? Who are like Benny, that guy that gets his ass kicked by Artie? That's probably, <laughs> yeah. probably, that's probably Wayne Ellington. Yeah, that's probably Ellington. Um, like he can take a few shots and like he can he can win you a, a quick little quarter, but like it's still the third and the, the Knicks lose everything in the fourth. So doesn't yeah, uh, I think Ellington as Benny. I'm I'm good with that. And Bullock is like he's a friend, but he's not that much of a friend. So like I don't know who is that. Maybe he maybe he's the guy that that uh-uh. maybe he's the guy that Chris and his buddy talk to that tells them about the club. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Not murmur, but the other guy. Yeah. Oh uh, no, no. I I know this kid. He's a friend of ours. Um. Did we we did Frank. I, I did think Smith. I I want to just say I can't believe Frank could be Bobby, right? Bacala. Yeah, you could be. But the only problem is, is that like Bobby Bacala isn't you know Frank looking. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. But like character wise, yeah, like the idea of like this this loyalty. He'll do whatever it takes. 
Well, he's like he's like this guy who got picked by another crew who you kind of had to take in because Junior went to prison, right. and he like earns your trust slowly, even though you're not totally convinced by him. And then and like the Knicks, like the Knicks being Tony, like often have treated treated him with disdain. Uh, so I think it I think it makes sense. I think it actually makes more sense. Yeah, uh, I ha- I have one that's kind of you know. Doesn't necessarily matter, but maybe uh, Porzingis is Gloria Trillo. Ooh, ooh, a sort of a, a weak, physically weak person who you know, real hot all of a sudden, and it's a big tryst. Everything's hot and heavy real quick, mm-hmm. and it's just like, no, this person is deeply broken. This person, I, think, I like. That. Uh, I kind of like uh, Gloria Trillo. I, I think it's either her. Or she's Jimmy Altier, or he's Jimmy Altier. I don't care either one. Or what about the, no? No, I was gonna say the uh, the lady with one leg, but <laughs> no, she's she's awesome though. She's cool though, yeah. Yeah. Porzingis is very much yeah. Porzingis can't be somebody cool. So I mean, Gloria's pretty good. Or like the or or his his girl that lights herself on fire. Oh. <laughs> like right, like like we like love oh, KP, Valentina. and he got hurt. Yeah, Valentina. Like so dating, yeah. Her, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like he's you know he's good and you like him, but then he like gets hurt and he's damaged goods and you're not sure about him and he's fucking crazy as it is and you're like, well, you know, yeah. maybe we'll just uh, you know maybe we move on. He's one of Tony's girls. I think he's definitely one of Tony's gumas. Yeah, definitely. He's a guma. Like you like him, you keep him on the side, but eventually all of them have to go. Yeah, like yeah. you can't settle down with uh <laughs> because the flaws and everything. He's not good enough to be Juliana Margulies. I forget yeah. her character's name. I mean, is anyone? And oh, and and his and Giannis is or Janice, whatever his stupid idiot brother. Um, he's um, he he's Tony's dad's. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <laughs> Where you like talk to talk to him for a bit? And you're fucking bananas. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> uh, oh man. To be um, what players are we uh forgetting? Are we forgetting like anyone? Yeah, I mean Dot. Oh yeah, there's Dotson. There's a uh, Zoe. Um, Kadeem. Kadeem. Yeah, there's a uh, Kadeem Mo Harkless. I feel like Mo Harkless is too new though. You know, Harkless is that guy in the last season that just like he the, the one that ends up killing Phil. Where you're like, wait, this guy's a character. Where did he come from? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because he came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, but you kind of like yeah. him. You're like w- Walden. I think that's his name. You're like, what the fuck kind of Italian name is Walden? But he's here. It's like, what kind of Nick is Small Harkless? But, you know, he's here. He's all right. Does some stuff that I like. Does some other stuff that I'm like, whatever, dude. Um, is Zoe AJ? No, because Zoe actually has talent. Yeah, but uh, AJ has Zoe talent for setting his car on fire. Zoe is Chris. Like, somebody that actually has talent and could be something, but his own mindset and flaws often get in the way. Yeah, very, very. I mean, he's his own worst enemy, right? I think, I think Zoe is definitely his own worst enemy because like i mean you watch like when he's going when he's playing well the guy has obvious nba skills and talent and athleticism like you know there's no question really about that stuff it's just about his decision making him like trusting teammates and like playing within playing within the system kind of right like chris that that's kind of like the big thing chris struggles with even initially right where he's like about like they're about to do that that heist on the trucks with his uh what's his buddy's name the one that gets killed, that gets shot in the, in the tub. Wasn't that um? Well, fuck, what's his last name? He has the the B last name. 
I'm forgetting all the names. They're all fucking Italian names. I can't. Yeah, remember. I forget. Well, whoever it is, that guy. Yeah. Uh, I think that. Yeah, I think. I think. I think so. Chris. Uh, I, think, yeah. I think it gives Zoe a little more credit than he actually deserves. Uh, you know. Well, you also just hate Zoe more than I do. Player, and I think Zoe is not. And I, I, for me, yeah, give me, give me Mikey Palmese for Trier. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I can, I can accept that. That might be better because Chris is too prominent. Prominent. He doesn't matter that much. And like Palmese, like he's like people really like somehow have gotten behind this guy. But he's a piece of shit, and like real Knicks need to make fun of him. Real Nick fans make fun of him because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, but me, nevertheless, like he's he's risen in the ranks. Eventually, he tries to take over. He shouldn't try to take over. It's it, it, it works works for me. No, that's yeah, a good one. I'm with that. I'm good. I like Michael Pomis was such a perfect shit too. The best thing too is it makes sense because like the. The Knicks, being Tony, beat the shit out of Mikey Palmese that one time. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. I like that. I like that. They like brought him in, but then they're like, "Yeah, actually, fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, is there any uh Paulies on this team? Because we have like Dotson left, and Dotson's definitely not Paulie. So it's kind of upsetting that we don't have any uh Paulies on this roster. Why can't Dotson be Paulie though? I don't. I don't think Dotson is like that prominent of a player to be. I don't think Dotson be Paulie. Out it in your face like Polly. That's true. Dotson's like, um, I don't know, Dotson, Dotson's tough because he's hung around for a while, but he's kind of like not really been a main character or anything. He hasn't really like established himself. Be like Johnny Sack, even though Johnny Sack would be a kind of a similar, similar uh, <coughs> emotional match. Mm. Johnny uh, Sack would be interesting. The idea of just like he's constantly overlooked because like every time he's on the court, like the team really plays better. And he's just always like second in command, second in command. He just gets tired of the shit. But we haven't had like an explosion yet for Dotson, uh, Johnny Sachs. Could he just yeah. like uh, Larry Barisi there? <laughs> Perfectly good earner. Doesn't really rock the boat. Gets arrested at the wedding. Gets or gets arrested at the wedding. I mean, I don't know. Like Dotson is like almost uninspiring in in a similar way, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's that a tough sense. one with uh, uh, uh what's he really doing? Or he maybe... died in the vine. He died on the vine. <laughs> maybe he's the uh what's the the horse's name? Maybe he's the horse. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a fucking vegetarian now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the Knicks aren't gonna go to uh aren't gonna like go to town for uh for Dotson, right, if he was the horse. Yeah. Because Tony goes and like beats the shit out of uh Ralphie. I mean, he kills him. He kills him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, beats the shit, kills. Same, same difference. But yeah, like the idea, like over the horse. So it's just like no one's doing that. Like the Knicks aren't going to uh, kill James Marcita over uh, over ja- uh, Dotson. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm following. So I'm trying to think um, if there's any other characters, any other people, or should we just like maybe like jump into like the game and Leon Rose or something right now? Actually, talk about some Knicks stuff to close things out uh, um yeah let's do not it. my sh- is that your show not my show you tell me do you want it to be I'll your show gives head what? <laughs> <laughs> i said do you want it to be your show oh he's a bushman of the kalahari <laughs> <laughs> oh uh clyde we should probably do clyde right? oh clyde, clyde and breen oh. who uh i don't even know who clyde would be he's somebody maybe he's bobby bacala's dad 
<laughs> Can't quit the life. Can't oh, quit the I, life, no matter what. I kind of like that. I mean, I also, I mean, Clyde would be a good sill, sill to me because, you know, obviously cares very much how he looks. Yeah. He could be a poly, actually. Or, Willis Reed would probably. I think, yeah, Clyde's a little too debonair to be like. Yeah. Polly just like living in his fucking windowless apartment, <laughs> checking with Tony's, with um, Tony's painting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Piomai, Piomai is the horse. Piomai, oh Piomai, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think I, I like Clyde as Bobby Box door like hitter. Yeah. <laughs> still, still around. No matter what, you can't get him. Can't, no matter what the Knicks do, they can't get him out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even know who uh, who Breen would be. I mean, he could be Row. Uh, what's her name? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ro, Rosalie. we all know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, April. Rosalie April. Yeah. Ooh, that was a great Italian accent there. Um, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Hangs around. Like... Or no, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's um Angie. Angie. Angie Bump- Buco. Angie Bumpins. <laughs> oh, Angie. Angie Bumpins. Sean Buco. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Angie, because like uh, you know, so you had Marv there. He obviously. Took some some bites out of the some shark bites out of that, <laughs> and uh, you know, Angie went from just some some also ran wife to running uh, her little car business and uh, making something of herself. And then all the ladies are jealous of her, and yeah, there you go, Mike Green. I'm good with that. Uh, I can love which who gives head. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Uh, yeah, I think right. I think that's that's good. Do we have well, who's Ewing? Good one. Could uh could Ewing be uh I don't know like Tony's dad? I think no. I think Ewing is um he's he's Uncle Pat, the guy with the farm. Like you know, was able to retire. This head held high. That's pretty. Mm, yeah. yeah. Still alive. Good one. Yeah, I think I think that's good. I think you know, Ewing's he's still everybody respects him. Everybody knows what he did. There's no questioning him. He probably knows where the bodies are buried on the farm and all that. You know. Oh, definitely. Ewing definitely knows where all the bodies are buried. So, yeah, I think that's that's pretty good. And Starks is his. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's. Um, you want to do o- Oakley, stage, and you know that Oakley is Jimmy Altier. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, I like that. Um. Okay, let's talk about Leon Rose, who supposedly has the uh, president of basketball operations job. Hesh? Right now. Hesh, I'm sorry. Hesh has the uh, job. He's running the Knicks. Um, and there were, I think there was a report, I forget who it was from, saying that he's going to take his time to build out a front office, which I would say is a good thing. But um, do you think there's any going to be any sort of changes now, like for the rest of March and April, with the Knicks now that Leon Rose is officially in charge? Like, do you think the whole thing is like, he's going to play, because there were reports about him being like, Play the young guys, play the young guys, play the young guys. Like, are we actually going to see that now? Now that uh, he's officially been hired? The old man's whistling to the wheat field? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say that I think that, um, like, the lineup, what we played yesterday, I was mostly okay with it. Um, I would like to see a little less Portis at the four and play, like, get Iggy involved, but I don't know if that's going to happen this year. Um, I would like to play elf less and frank a bit more but i think yesterday was weird though because frank picked up the foul trouble real yeah, quick he got into foul some trouble. Tech fouls. yeah he got into foul trouble early and then peyton was doing stupid shit 
So then Miller played Frank, I think, like 12 minutes in a row in the second half. Yeah. And I mean, the guy's got a groin issue. Like 12 minutes in a row is probably pushing as it is. So I, I didn't mind that much. I thought that was. It was annoying because I really didn't think Portis deserved, or uh, Peyton deserved to close the game. After I just could not believe turnover yeah. and like I that was unbelievable. Um, but I I get it. Uh, I'm not too upset. And it was like I mean it helps obviously that they won and they played well. They played well. Like it was fun. But I mean I I got it. I didn't think it was it was understandable. Harkless starting at the three is still very Bizarre. odd and annoying to me. Um, and I actually just wish he would take a lot of the four minutes from Portis and like we can play him and Knox together and do some cool modern shit like that. But it doesn't seem like that's like the going way to happen. Do. Not right now anyway. Maybe yeah. maybe Rose will come in and I don't I didn't sign Bobby Portis. I didn't sign Alfred Payne and like start the kids that I, or start these guys that I were interested in like seeing what they have in the future and like that would be awesome. That would be very, very enjoyable. But if it was more or less like what he did yesterday some tweaks here to get knock some more and like play small a little bit and you know just i don't understand dotson just getting dnp'd now like i don't have what's going on there but yeah i mean it was okay yeah it wasn't like too bad i just you can't really get too mad at the idea of like Peyton playing <laughs> over frank because frank did get into foul trouble and he's coming off the groin injury so like i kind of get that as much as it sucks but yeah like, I mean, for, for better or worse like miller's can like his approach seems to be look I'm one of, I'm creating roles for these guys and I would rather not deviate from that no matter what versus like their minutes will fluctuate based on performance right. um good or bad so I I I don't know how I feel about that but at least he seems to be consistent in- Yeah I would say that not only that like I know people I at least I've seen it on Twitter the idea of like starting Mitch and Miller was like he's playing the best basketball coming off the bench and I kind of agree with that philosophy i think i've always said like starting is kind of overrated in a way so because like mitch is playing really well coming off the bench like why would you want to shake that up like he's finally playing like really good basketball he's not fouling a lot or anything nice nice issue more than what goes on in this bedroom stays here and you know that (laughs) so So. that's just yeah i just feel like that like I, i think the starting lineup thing is like overrated or like the idea of like you know you need to start the young guys or anything, I just just play them instead. Like have everyone be like default starters and just okay, like I, that's basically what Taj is. I don't mind that necessarily, but like the thing is, if you're not like you need to actually maximize at some point the idea of getting you know Frank and RJ and Knox and, and Mitch, like these four guys at least um, mm-hmm. on the floor together, and it kind of <clears throat> limits. I mean, it limits that opportunity if. You use the rotations like we like Mitch and RJ at least get to play together a bunch and Mitch gets to play with Frank and Knox a bunch. But what doesn't happen is those three on the floor with RJ much at all. And I don't understand that. I think that's kind of my main gripe. I do. I thought that reasoning for not starting Mitch against Philly was stupid as hell Um, because like, yes, of course, you don't want to. I get it. If if your argument is you don't want to switch the role. Sure. I'm sympathetic to the argument, even if I don't totally buy it. but like an injury happened to your starting center, so play your backup center at starting center because he's actually better than your starter. And I don't think it's that hard. Like he's not gonna fucking die because you switch his role for one. He'll be okay. I'm sure he'll live through the harrowing experience of starting an NBA game. Um, and I mean, what like that? The first stretch of that game might have fucking cost us the game because it was terrible and it, like we immediately went down because Portis sucks at center. And not just that, he sucks when you're playing him next to you know. Uh, randall at the four like that's a mess already 
Um, it just, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't like it. I also just hate our starting line and how it's like, we're just like, yo, fuck shooting. Like, don't need any of that. Oh, yeah, that's the, that's a big, I will say in terms of the starting lineup, like, the gripe should be about there's no shooting than anything else. Cause I mean, it's just awful. Wouldn't it make sense to like start dot over Harkless and then play Harkless and Knox together off the bench as like combo forwards and yeah. cut Portis's minutes? Like, I feel like that makes a lot, a lot of sense. Ultimately, one of Portis or Taj needs to get like excised from the rotation entirely. Is for that's Portis. that's kind of like yeah, it should be Portis. But I mean, we also know. You know I'm just saying, I would prefer it was Portis. But if it was one of those two, I would live. I just think that you need to at least pretend to like play small a little bit sometimes too. It's just very annoying that we seem so hesitant to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, my, that's my biggest thing. Uh, the the unwillingness to play small. I, I think it even. Even though I don't really like Randall, I think that's one of the things that's hurting him the most is he should be getting some minutes as the five. And he just doesn't seem to be allowed to do that either. I think like just up and down the lineup, like everybody should just be trying to play up, play a little faster. They talk about playing faster, but you know, how are you going to do that when really you're just asking Randall to, to hold it at the top of the key or, you know, the elbow and make a play he's got 12 14 seconds to do so i mean or it's peyton and he's gonna take 16 seconds to meander his way through the lane and maybe kick it out probably try to dump it off to somebody while there's six people in the lane uh you know in general i think they have to play small and they just won't do it yeah i would love i would love it would be wonderful It's just, it's really annoying. Um, and I think it's hurting like a lot. Like, I think RJ would benefit a lot from playing down, if quote unquote, at the three. Or, I mean, it, it's not even like about the positions, right? It's about the idea of, okay, get, like, we should be having a couple of shooters on the floor. And if, if Portis was an actual good shooter, then sure, okay, you can live with it. But, like, he's not, right? And he's playing the four. So, you know, like, if you had a Gallinari or something mm-hmm. like that, then it's different. And, Knox is obviously not Gallinari right now. He might never be Gallinari. Um, but like in terms of just spacing the floor naturally, like he fits that bill as a four way more than Gallinari. Even Harkless does. Like, and Harkless isn't a particularly good shooter, but he kind of like understands the spacing aspect of it when it comes to he's good enough as a spacer at the versus like at the three, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um maybe him and I think he's, him and Knox together could mitigate that to an I mean, I think that's a big part problem with, with Portis. I mean, all right, so when, when the Knicks traded Marcus Morris, it sort of took away at one of those people that's sort of holding the ball a little bit, keeping others from getting it, sort of getting a touch. Like so many guys on the team are willing to just like, all right, I have something or I don't have something, so I'm going to either just move it or make a quick you know, one-two dribble and see what's there and then move it. Like getting rid of Morris actually helped with ball movement, mm. but – I mean, then you you look at a guy like Harkless, like he he knows pretty quickly whether or not he should have the ball. So just the willingness to move it is is paramount for this team that like is obviously not as talented as as most other teams in the league. Yeah, so like and you have to play to to the next advantage, and and it's just it's as simple as the ball moves faster than than the live dribble. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah, and and. Like as annoying as it is with Randall, I can at least live with some of his stupidity because he is being asked to be like a primary scorer, and so some of that does entail the fact that he has to like have some latitude to put the ball on the floor and like kind of you know create and shit like that. So I'm cool with that to an extent, obviously. But like the Portis stuff is infuriating, uh, and you yeah, know he 
Not be a ball stop. Right. In the no. NBA. Yeah. And that that's and that's what I mean when I say like I think Portis like has the skills to be a useful player. He's just so like he he thinks he's so much more than he is. Whereas like what he should be is like, I'm a spacer. I'm gonna run some DHOs outside, and if I don't have anything, I just swing it to the nearest guard or wing and let them initiate and like run a pick and roll with them or whatever. And like instead, he tries to like be this you know shot creator and post up guy and it's like you know some of that is definitely coaching like it's pretty obvious to me that one of our automatics is you know when we get when we push the clock ball in the clock if he's yeah do an early post up yeah do an early post up for him um which is annoying but like there's also times where i just see him you know he'll get the ball pump fake from three and then like you know back his guy down from 25 feet out and it's like what the fuck is this this is not a play like this is stupid. Just get it, get rid of this shit. Uh, and I think it's it's frustrating that we, you know, I wish like Miller would just call a timeout and be like, "What the fuck are you doing? Sit down," or like, you know, get on his ass about. Um, I his situation is hard with Miller. I I have I get the sense that he's you know Perry in his like, death throes is having him get minutes for guys that he signed, so like their agents still like him, and so that wherever he ends up landing on his feet uh, in the NBA, he'll still have those connections and good relationships with those agents. Um, so I, I don't know how much of this to put on Miller. Like once Rose comes in, we'll have a better idea of, like, was was Perry dictating some of these minutes? Is Rose on a different wavelength? Or because you know, if if Rose comes in and the minutes and rotation stay the same, then you can like, okay, well, this is what Miller wants to do, and mm-hmm. and that's cool. But like, or not, it's not cool. But you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. But um, hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully that some of this is. And like again, I hate this idea that it's like, oh, you just want to play the kids no matter what. And it's like not really. Like I just think that there's a better way. Like there, you're gonna have to play some vets no matter what, and that's fine. But like play the right vets play to your younger players strengths more versus trying to play to the veteran strengths more and just like be slightly modern in your approach of like how you want to structure the rotation and use different players on this team because like look you might not have great you don't have great personnel but you do have the personnel to spread the floor in theory and play small in theory and all this kind of stuff so you know i just wish that we would explore that more instead of staying with this consistent too big shit i was so much happier when we were talking about the sopranos <laughs> do you want to end on the uh we can end on the sopranos by what are your favorite um i'll say what's like the one episode that stands out the most for you guys i mean it's the cop-out answer but i mean the pine barrens just in terms of standing at the pine barren for what me. about the what about the pine barrens that really stands out to you i just i don't know what specifically it has its own it's that's its own world kind of uh you know, uh, there's also the the episode where Tony explains uh, how to work the roulette wheel, and like that episode is a pretty special one to me too. But um, but they kind of they kind of stand out as their own their own thing in that Sopranos world. Uh, I don't know. I I'm not a big fan of like this is my favorite. This is the top two episodes of the Sopranos. You know, stuff like that. It does. I don't really know how to figure that shit out. Okay, that that's fine, Schwinn. What about for uh, for you? Uh, I don't. He's a Bushman everybody, <laughs> everybody always says the Pine Barren, but uh, probably like oh. two of my favorites anyway are, or I can do three, I guess. Uh, I think White Caps. That's the one where uh, Carmela finds out that Tony slept with um, the nurse with one leg and kicks him out of the house. That one's yeah, really, that's a good one. Uh, I think. <clears throat> 
I think the another one I really like is uh, Sopranos home videos uh, where Bobby and Tony get into it. Uh, oh, we'll go on that like vacation. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a really good one. And then uh, what is it? The, the co- college? I think that's just called college or university. Yeah. Oh, when uh, they go on the the trip to Maine, is it or Vermont or something like that? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're going up to. Uh... Yeah, to Maine. I think they're going to. I forget the name. Wherever Bowden College. Strangles that yeah. guy, right? Yeah, Bowden. I think is yeah, where he strangled him. Bowden. I think is in Maine. Yeah, that, that's that's the. Those are the three that I. Yeah. I don't know. I really like those three. I mean, I'm also that guy. Like, I legitimately don't think there's a bad episode of that show. No, there isn't a bad. Episode. There's yeah, it's 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 one of the few shows I comfortably like. I would say the the worst episode of Sopranos. Yeah, because you're just kind of like, oh, this is good. You're just upset that it wasn't like as good as some other episodes, pretty much. But then you're just like, oh no, that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, like I could even say that about The Wire, but then like, yeah, season five did happen, which is you know, what's his name's, you know, was his like pet project or whatever it was. It's just like, oh, we got to talk about journalism, and it's like, all right, all right. Do you though? <laughs> like, do you have to talk about journalism? Like, no, because he was the fucking writer. Why am I blanking out his name? David, David Simon. David Simon, there we go. Yeah, so, you know, the dying industry, Baltimore. Yeah, I was like, okay, we get it. You were, <laughs> we get it. You were a crime reporter. Thanks, uh, thanks, Simon. The one episode that always stands out to me again, just hating on Jewish people makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I'm here for. Um, Goes on bedroom, stays here, and you know that. <laughs> the uh, episode always stood out to me. I know everyone picks the pioneers, whatever, but it's the uh, the episode called the test stream because oh, yeah, that one's. Re- that one's really good. It's the most um, David Lynch inspired episode of the series because it's it's literally just like exploring his Tony subconscious, and it's so well done. Um, I don't know. It's just it's unbelievable. It's so abstract and surreal. It's an absolutely fantastic episode. And like I said, you know, even though uh, it took James, what I think a year, stink to finally admit that uh, David Chase was inspired by uh, David Lynch and finally came around on a. Yeah. Uh, on, on Twin Peaks and David Lynch, that was a that was a good that was a good slack moment in our uh, posting and toasting history. But uh, yeah, I would say the test stream is definitely the one that stands out the most to me. I think it was probably the best episode. It's also written by the two guys, so you know you have Matt Weiner who did Bad Men and David Chase who created it. Like it's top notch for me at least. That's well, those are the type of team I like. So Stink, you got anything to plug? I think this is a good time to uh, end it. We'd have to talk end it on the next. We can talk about you know favorite Soprano episodes. So what do you want to plug? Yeah, um, just, uh, I mean, the Knicks are really, really hard to watch lately. I've been watching pretty much every game. I've missed, I think, three this year. It's really hard. It's really painful. But I've been writing a preview for every game all year. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> are a little easier on the eyes than, than the actual games. So read my previews, uh, click and subscribe. And then I guess also um, I made some i printed some shirts for my friend dap from das racist uh that are anti mayor bloomberg shirts i think you should go buy one on dapwell.com um follow me on twitter at aito a-i-g-h-t-t-h-o um don't do anything that drew says to do unless it is like you know big big upping me um (laughs) Aside from that, listen to the Monday show of the Posting and Toasting show. Um, I think that's all I got for you today. It's whistling to the wheat field. <laughs> you definitely go buy those uh, shirts because they're awesome. Like I is that is that fine? Are am I allowed to say that or yeah, you're think? allowed to say they're awesome. Basically, if you if you 
give a damn. Um, it's uh, it's from I forget the date, but it's from uh, the cover of a Daily News newspaper the day after Bloomberg was quoted as saying that the police in New York stopped too many white people. <laughs> so it just says we stopped too many whites in big bold letters with mayor Bloomberg's face. Um, and, and then, you know, the, the actual reason to, to buy one of these shirts is, or sweatshirts is, uh, that half the profit is going to the innocence project. And, uh, the other, and the other half goes to make the road New York, um, which are beautiful charities that you should donate to anyway. So that's why. That's great. Uh, Schwinn, do you have anything that's better than that or no? Better than what? Everything stinks that you know he stinks out here supporting charities and trying to get people out of prison and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm I'm all about keeping people in prison. Actually, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have anything to plug. Uh, I did want to plug. Uh, David Futternick was supposed to come on, but he's he's in the process of moving, so he couldn't yeah, jump that, on that with bump us. Futternick, unbelievable. Yeah, that bump. But I do want to uh, promote. He's got a Sopranos it's, podcast. It's yes, he has a Sopranos podcast. It's called it's at O Sopranos Pod. Um, so check that out if you want. They're going through uh, all the episodes one by one and doing a pod on each one. So uh, I believe the most recent one might be Commandatory, which is the one where Tony goes to Italy. Um, oh, that one's that was, that's such a good episode too. Yeah. So anyway, check that out. Uh, I got nothing. I did a recap last week. I thought it was pretty. It was good. You. Thanks. Yeah. Um. I just want to say if uh, Futternick's li- listening. Hey, hey. <laughs> if Butternick's listening, if I'm not on test stream, I'm going to be very upset. So I just want to throw it out there. That's the only episode I really want to talk about. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything for me to plug. Um, I should have an article coming out for posting and toasting for a uh, a stat I uh, finally developed. Like, shut up. <laughs> How many of those do you have, Stink? Uh, that's not even me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Right. Um. But yeah, no. So I have, I have, a, I have an article coming out post hosting. How oh, nice of you to take care of these retarded people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got to plug. Um, watch the Sopranos. Obviously, if you haven't, so you know what we're talking about. It, it's definitely your time. Just like stop what you're doing, quit your job, do anything like that. Just watch the uh, Sopranos, and you'll understand why. How shit brings people up there? No offense to anybody. And that'll be it. See you guys. What goes on in this bedroom stays here, and you know that. Okay. <laughs>